It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Definitely bigger. Welcome to the DNBR <laughs> Avalanche podcast. Well, that's out of context. We got the four of us here. Somehow we're talking oh, about oh. a win tonight. As I know how. Abs win five to four. It was the power of friendship, Argo. Oh, it was Aww. the Halifax homies. That's what it I'm was, saying. Uh, You're picking up what I'm laying down. You know, there was some friendship in this win, and that is for sure. The abs just friendshiped harder, <laughs> and they got two points. All the stories you heard as a kid are true. That's exactly <laughs> how friendship works. <laughs> All right. Uh, an absolutely wild game. I It was up. It was down. It was left. It was right. I'm going to put it into 60 seconds, and then we'll spend the next hour actually talking about it. Good luck. I know. Uh, Ross Colton just gave the Dallas Stars a free goal. That was the first goal of the game. Totally forgot about this. You might as well have started one nothing Dallas. I don't know what to tell you on that one. Then Nathan McKinnon gets a bit of a fortunate bounce to make it 1-1, but they all count the same, so you take it, you run with it. When you're an all-star, you get those kind of bounces. That was the first period. Uh, the second period, the Avs defensively just kind of completely sputter out. Tyler Sagan is able to put one home off of a very poor coverage between Ryan Johansson and Bowen Byram. Joe Pavelski gets his obligatory goal on the power play for Dallas, as is the case against the Colorado Avalanche. And then homie mode began. Jonathan Druin gets a tap in on a puck that <laughs> kind of squirts its way through Scott Wedgwood. Uh, you're, four, you're 3-2 going into the third. Tyler Sagan gets another 1-4-2 as uh, he kind of gets a little bit loose and puts home a rebound. Jonathan Druin with the tip of the year to make it 4-3. And then I don't even know how to describe the game time goal. It, it went in. It did go in the net. We'll talk about it. It went in. And then for the second game in a row, Nathan McKinnon wins a game the Avs never let in in overtime for them. Not bad. It's a three-point night for McKinnon. Two goals for Jonathan Druin. They clearly led the way for the Avs tonight. Uh, you guys want to start with the positives or the negatives? I'll ask you guys. Positive. All right. Let's start with the good. Nathan McKinnon, not only a three-point knot, not only an all-star, now leads the league in points. Is this why, are these last two games why he's Nathan McKinnon and nobody else is Nathan McKinnon? Yes. Love it. Is this good enough from your top line then? Can you just say we can put anyone with Nathan McKinnon and that's our top line? Is that how you're rolling right now? Yes. Hell yeah. I'm about it. It is way better with the power of friendship, though. Yeah, sure. Jonathan Druin continues to be great for Colorado. (laughs) 
I, uh, there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of things to like in this game. There are. Yeah. There are a lot of things to not like as well. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to McKinnon, yeah. I think it's all positive though, right? I don't think there's a whole lot that you're nitpicking in his game tonight. Is he perfect? No. Does he have the puck the whole game? Yes. So <laughs> when you have the puck the whole game, you're doomed to do a couple things that you're like, what was that? But then he does a few things that you're like, well, yeah, that was that. Like, you know, like the goal there at the end. Like, he's an elite player. He's the best player in the National Hockey League right now. I know McDavid's on a tear. Uh, but this guy's on a bigger tear in my book. Um, Six points in two games will do that. Yeah, and, and I'm not saying that's why Jonathan Drunt's playing well. I'm saying that the connection is there. I mean, I, I think he's doing his job. I think he's working hard. I would have liked a little bit more from Miko tonight, maybe, you know, if you're asking. Oh, yeah, I, I'm not sure. being negative. I'm saying, but if you're asking, you know, is this enough? You know, like, well, you'll need a better game as a unit, I think, in the playoffs to win that game, right? You're going to need a better effort. Um, but I think McKinnon's on a tear right now. I think he's dragging down people to the fight. He's, he's being the guy that he's supposed to be. And um, that was probably the biggest positive for me. Tonight is your best player showed up in, I mean, arguably the biggest game of the year, right? I mean, give and take, right? I mean, it's it's one of the biggest games of the year. They're right there in the standings with you. They're they're fighting for first place. Arguably the two best teams in the Central Division. Forget about Winnipeg. Sorry, which is AJ's favorite team, the Winnipeg Jets. Yes. But, <laughs> sarcasm. Um, but your best player showed up in the biggest game. So for me, that's a plus. Couldn't ask for more from McKinnon right now. I know that it's a it's an ongoing conversation, and it doesn't really matter until the end of the season. <laughs> but what more can Nathan McKinnon do to put himself at the top of the heart conversation? Then it's not just oh he's the best player on his team, oh he's the best player on the world. He is putting up three point nights. He is dragging the Avs back into games. He is literally scoring the game winners in overtime. <laughs> if that doesn't get you into the heart conversation, I don't know what will. Well, he's definitely in it. I, I, At this point, he's absolutely a part of it. Um, but it's always going to be, Mom, I look at the guys that I play swath. And that's it. That's the end of the conversation uh, as a, against Nathan McKinnon. Well, I'll give you a guy he plays with, a guy that had no job. That was really struggling in Montreal the last year. That's who he's playing with. I mean, let's just be honest. And I'm not down. I'm not bashing him. I'm saying he's not playing with Connor McDavid. Like, I understand Miko's a good player, but he's the what is it? The power of the friendship, <laughs> the Halifax homies. Like he's yeah. real making this guy alive again. You know what I mean? Like so. And again, I'm not we, taking we say anything. this. Yeah, they scored four of Colorado's goals tonight, and only one of them. That they actually they have, connect on. They yeah. have points. They each have a point yeah. on that. So it's like, yeah, there's, you know, we're joking about the power of friendship and shit, but like, they are not, like, Jonathan Duran is not entirely reliant on Nathan McKinnon for this success. This success is because of Jonathan Druin. I, I, I love it. I do want to talk about Druin. Did you have something to say about McKinnon? I'm just going to add to the heart conversation. He's on 134 points pace. And the only reason he is not. <laughs> stayed in the conversation seasons past it's been health 
it's not been ability, skill, and pace. And that's the only thing that needs to persist for Nathan McKinnon. I almost hate to say it, but it's the only reason he's exited the conversation previously. It's something that looks pretty good right now. <laughs> he better be the favorite right now. That's all I'm saying. I haven't checked my Bet365 app, but he better be the odds-on favorite after tonight. That's all I'm saying on that one. On Druin's side... I think this is a fascinating conversation. With big, It goes beyond Jonathan Drew. Eric said it. One of the biggest games of the season so far. We said it in the pregame. You're looking for someone to prove they can do it, that they can handle the big teams, the better teams in the league. Rijo certainly didn't do it. Ross Colton certainly didn't do it. It's Jonathan Druin that is the guy that steps up and finds his game in that moment. Shakespeare. And, it, and look, like... I get it. One of those goals is a is a tap in goal that he just is the guy in the right spot. Yeah, but you well, you're talking right about spot. the exact kind of goal from Jonathan Druin that you weren't looking to get from him when you brought him in here. That's the one. One where he just goes to the net and bangs a puck home. You know, yeah, it's fortuitous, but if he's not if he's not hunting a puck around the net, he's not tapping one in either. Yep. So Very it's true. it's entirely. Well, I'm giving Jonathan Druin all that I, credit because. I'm, I'm not even trying to discredit. No, no, no. Him. I know. I know you think you're not. I'm just saying. Like this is we talk. We've talked a lot recently about the growth in his game, why he's being successful in Colorado when he wasn't in Montreal, and one of them is the way he's playing the game. It's not just a structure, and it's not all this other stuff. It's he's going hard to the net, and he's looking for things. He's looking to get a freebie goal here. He's not staying out on the perimeter. He's not okay just floating around on the outside trying to make a pass to somebody. He's working. And when you work like that, you end up with goals. He basically stole the way that Val Nachushkin scores goals. He, t- he stole them both tonight. Because he went where? <laughs> to, pe- to Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut. Is it, it's fucking, it, we're like free advertising for Pizza Hut at this we're point. We're looking for Pizza Hut to call right now. We need Pizza it's, Hut to call. Is, is that, are the Avs new players that, do you guys know that meme of like the little kid? And then it has the two castles, the like castle in the light and the castle in the dark and evil lightning one. No. No? All right. It's basically just a meme that means like you can go one of two paths. And right now those two paths on the abs are Jonathan Druin and Ryan Johansson. Oh, dude. <laughs> we'll talk about yeah, Ryan we'll, later. We'll get, we'll get to Ryan Joe in a little bit. I want to stick not just with Druin, and I think chat well, mentioned it, but... Is Druin getting rewarded with the goals? Is he doing all that work? Yes, absolutely. Uh, the guy I think AJ should have for his unsung hero in Studs and Duds tonight, Miles Wood. It will be. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I don't even think. I think he'll just be a straight up stud. stud, honestly. Uh, fair enough. He was, like we talked about before the game, he was awesome. He was all over the map. He even made Heskinen run his own goalie. You know what I mean? So he was I'm- everywhere. I didn't want to abandon the Druin conversation. I want to talk about both of them, for sure. Importantly, the two-way play, which we've talked about, has been a way in which he had to incorporate in his game to fit in the top six for the Colorado Avalanche. And not only driving inside ice has that been important, but being stronger in battles. And this happens in the tying goal. He's not going to get credited with an assist on the play, but he's the player of the puck on entry who maintains possession along the board. And Mal Nichushkin comes to his rescue, but he could get worked off the puck easily in that moment. And 
they lose possession. There's no game tying goal. There's no chaos then from O'Connor and McCarr and Rantanen at the net front to make this game force overtime. And it's Joanne being strong on the puck along the boards in that battle that leads to it. And I don't know that we would have talked about Duran in that way prior to this season, prior to what we've seen him consistently doing through this point. I would say even look at the last two weeks. You ended up in a game tonight where you go to overtime and Jared Bednar does not trust any of his centers to play. And he throws Jonathan Druin out there. And, and this positive feedback <laughs> yeah. loop of Druin gaining confidence and Bednar gaining trust in him. Look at the difference between the first overtime they put Jonathan Druin out in where he's out there just trying not to lose the game. And then tonight, he looked pretty darn comfortable out there. I know he he's not the guy to go on and win the game or anything, but he was not a guy shying away from that moment all of a sudden. That's a dude who is showing significant growth in the role that he's in. It always looks great when the guy's riding the confidence high, and yep. that's where he is right now. Oh, for sure. But he built that. Yep. It's not, it's, it's, you know, it's not like... God opened up the clouds and bestowed upon him magical confidence. <laughs> he got it by finding success, by working, by, yep. by doing the right things, by sticking to a process that he believed in and trusted, and he got results. And now, and now look out. And that's why Walshie's going to tweet very soon. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. it's just fun to watch, especially, you know, obviously in Drew case, it's a great story, too. Coming out of the struggles he had in Montreal, the Halifax homies angle of it, it's all awesome. It, do want to celebrate those positives when it comes to Druin. Yeah. And, and, and look, Druin is the player that he is. He is doing a lot of those things. He is getting to the net. He is getting there. But when you're asking for a guy to do some dirty work and create some nonsense, you're dialing Miles Woods' number. 2-8. <laughs> On the phone number, not two seven. We we might have to make a chaos monster shirt just for that guy. Honestly, he's gonna be here for another six years. So <laughs> the sooner the better. <laughs> it and it's not you know it's not perfect. Miles Wood oh. had multiple great goal scoring opportunities that didn't end up in the back of the net tonight. But that's not what you're asking him to do. But that's why he's making two five, whatever it is. Yeah, two, exactly. That's why he's not making ten. So with the opportunities he gets, he, <laughs> if he buries them all, <laughs> he'll be making ten million bucks. Yeah. <laughs> then you're like, whoa! No, he was awesome. He was all over the place, and that was my pick before the game. I'm just saying, he was outstanding. It was fun. It was fun to watch, especially against a team where we stressed, oh, Dallas's forward depth is really quite good. Yeah. He might be playing above what he should be in this Avs lineup, but it became really important. There were lulls in this game where the Avs were trailing and you didn't quite see everybody invested. But that was never a question with Miles Wood. Yep. And it was important because they needed, you know, between Valdichushkin and Wood on that line, they needed somebody pulling the rope in the right direction. And that is what Wood brought every shift. Yep. 100%. But like you said tonight with Val, like, those are two monsters on on each side of the ice coming at you hard. It's pretty scary if you're if you're a Dallas Star defenseman. That's it's very fast and it's very imposing when it's coming at you. It makes you like oh panic a little bit. <laughs> Watching those guys on back to back two on ones, yeah, shorthanded. Yep. They were both kind of a, an adventure because Miles <laughs> yeah. Wood passing the puck is kind of an adventure. Yeah, but. Uh, it, it, you see the appeal there. You see two guys that 
if you make a mistake or you lose a board battle, make you they're going to put it into space, they're going to skate to it, and they're probably going to make mm -hmm. you look bad. Yep. It's, it's very... Eric talks about this all the time. Know who you are as a hockey player. That's it. Yeah. Miles Wood knows exactly who he is as a I hockey agree. player. Miles Wood feels like a slightly upgraded version of Logan O'Connor. You have guys that give you the same stuff every night. Mm -hmm. They're fast. They're physical. They create havoc everywhere they go. Now you have two of these guys in your in your bottom, what should be your bottom six in an ideal world. Um, you know, LOC's the more responsible player. I would say a better glue guy. Yeah, for sure. But when Miles Wood has a game like that, you see the fingerprints are all over it. Yep. Where he just, you know, he's drawing penalties. He's 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 got scoring opportunities and breakaways. Does and, pick up on assists. Yeah, he picks up kind of a goofy assist yeah. and <laughs> you know, deserved honestly deserved more than that with the way that he, he really did. Yeah, he was one of Colorado's best players tonight, and easy to see the appeal of that guy when the chaos monster is good chaos. It's fun. Yep, it's fun. He's fun. I liked his assist. <laughs> I thought the choice, you know, like the speed gets him there. For sure. On entry, he could throw on the brakes and he could pass to Nachushkin, but he opts for McKinnon instead. And it requires patience then to make that decision instead of Nachushkin there in the slot. And McKinnon was the right choice there. Yep. It's where I could see the middle to bottom six. There's scoring potential there, or at least creation potential, playmaking potential, when Wood is playing more to the role that he was brought in for, that is teased when you get to see him in the top six opportunity. Yeah, I, I don't trust it consistently, but there's well, definitely more than nothing there. In the moment, he's a pretty good substitute for what Artari Lekkonen does yeah. for you. Oh, just a lesser version, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's not going to... He's just—he's not as skilled in any of the areas that he's Lecky faster, is. You know? yep. He's not as smart, you know. But it, it's the same archetype of guy. You know? For sure, he's—he's going to be a tryhard. He's not as good defensively. Get whatever, in there, whatever, some but stuff up. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> he's, he skates really fast into stuff, and <laughs> sometimes in NHL games, you can change a game doing that. We saw Miles Wood do it tonight. Unlike most of the team, he had juice. <laughs> he did. What kind of juice? Apple. I don't know, man. OJ? The, the kind that was effective. <laughs> the goat did its job. Pineapple juice. Fair enough. On that note, we are brought to you, folks, by Bet365. Uh, my parlay did not. No, it did hit. Mm -hmm. The parlay did hit. It did. And both my Matt Duchesne and Joe Pavelski goals also yeah. hit. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a pretty good night on Bet365. Do uh, Shane score a goal? Yeah. Oh, no, no, maybe not. No, he, he did he not. He only had an assist. He had that assist to yeah. Pavelski. He probably should have scored in overtime, but he, he definitely didn't. should. I'd but rather take the parlay. All right, so if you took a Duchesne point, you, you hit. Not a goal. But the Pavelski goal came through. Very predictably. Yeah, no no shocker there. Uh, good night on Bet365. I saw uh, someone. I'm sorry, whoever tweeted at us. Someone took the abs at plus 600 when they were down, and yeah. that one hit. That's nice. a nice little win, yeah. Uh, so Anytime you can turn $3 into 25 Yeah, you're doing good. You're doing good in life at that point. Uh, go get your bets in with Bet365. Sign up with a new account today at DNVR365 code. <laughs> Use the code. Make sure you let them know that we sent you over there. Because when you do, you put in $10. You get $150 in free bets. And you also take a screenshot of your uh, account. Send it to promo at thednvr.com. And you'll get a free DNVR shirt. Just for uh, putting $10 in with Bet365 and the DNVR365 code. 
That's like, uh, with the 150 in bonus bets and the shirt, that's like $190 value or something. You're getting a great deal with Bet365. Uh, go jump over with them. Of course, you must be 21 or older, physically located in Colorado. And if you or anyone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER today. Uh, also, be sure to go check out Fubo TV. Fubo TV, the best way to watch the abs right now. It's super easy. You got to get with them. You got to do it. They've got over 140 channels, uh, sports, movies, TV shows, you name it. They, they've got you pretty much fully covered when it comes to Fubo. You can go to FuboTV.com slash DNVR to sign up today, and you'll get 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. You can also just use that QR code right there on screen to get signed up. Super easy to use. It's no hassle. There's no contract. You can cancel at any time. You can start with a free trial if you want to test it out comes with a thousand hours of dvr all sorts of great stuff with fubo you can't go wrong with them uh go give them a try today again fubotv.com slash dnvr today and then we've got our new sponsor with circle k you gotta get in with circle k you uh unfortunately missed out uh, you didn't get fuel day that was from 4 to 7 p.m today or if you got it congrats on the extremely cheap gas Gatsy. make sure you go get the uh circle k inner circle app to stay up to date with all of Circle K's amazing deals and you get amazing rewards. Awesome place to go. Uh, AJ, favorite gas station snack? Favorite Circle K angle for a snack? Um, the the corn chips. Corn the, chips or the corn, corn nuts? nuts all right. The corn yeah. nuts. All right. The ranch flavor corn nuts. Absolutely team corn nuts. That is the vibe. More great for snacking than for road trips, because for road trips, you want things that aren't going to leave yeah, residue you need, on your you fingers. Need clean hands for that, yeah, for sure. Definitely. So that's where, like, corn dog comes in handy, because you can just <laughs> on a stick, stick yeah. and then you toss the stick. And See, I'm more of a pretzels guy. I know you don't like pretzels. I am, yeah, not Any pretzels. Any special kind of pretzel? Uh, I'd, so for a road trip, it'd just be normal pretzels. But for, like, snacks, honey mustard pretzels? Okay, good. For sure. Ooh. I feel like you need a flavor yeah. in there. Gotta get Good in one. Megan, are you you pretzel gang? I like pretzels, but I'd probably be peach peach rings. Oh, yeah, peach peach rings? Yeah. yeah, let's go. For a gas station. I'm snack. good. I'm Fair good with enough. peach rings. And the coffee. Uh, push coffee. The what? Push coffee. You know, like that coffee. Oh yeah, you know? just just gas station coffee. All you right. know what I mean? Like nice, like chocolatey, whatever. <laughs> uh, Can't taste the coffee. Coffee. <laughs> If it works for you, it works. Yeah. Get the Circle K Inner Circle app today. Your first five Phillips after you do are 25 cents off a gallon. Uh, go jump on it. They're they're awesome. Go check them out. Get that Inner Circle app at circlek.com slash inner circle today. And we have already hit well over 100 likes. So thank you very nice. much, chat. We appreciate y'all. We got Lots our vitamin W winter shots so here. Uh, we appreciate it. It's, uh, it's a big win for the abs. You guys are showing out. So cheers. Cheers for fears. Uh, and? Second. And? Hmm? And? And? While she's tweets out. There it is. The Jonathan Drew tweet. He's awake. It's out. It's out. It's up. <laughs> Four shots on goal, 25 minutes of ice, and a plus two with two goals. The second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. I think the vibe is generally good. The Avs found a way to win this game. <sighs> But we need to address some of the bad. Start with the obvious. Uh, you just can't have games like this from Ryan Johansson. Which center do you want to pick? 
Which Rob Colton or Ryan Johansson? You need better from both. I think that's totally fair. They were both horrific in this game. Yep. To the point where we were talking about it in the third period. You're trying to come back. And you just can't play him. Which guy do you play? Because Ross Colton gives them the first goal. Yep. Takes a penalty. Is turning pucks over left and right in his own zone. Just the guy was brutally bad. Yep. And so it's like, all right, we're going to play Ryan Johansson. Oh, Ryan Johansson is also brutally bad. Now what? Gets torched by Duchesne on the Sagan goal. Directly on Ryan Johansson there, for sure. It's, Wasn't a lot. it's tough because, look, I think you could come up with excuses for Ross Colton, right? Generally, he's been pretty good this year. He's just coming back from whatever the nerve thing in his leg. All right. It's one tough game. With Rijo, you're now talking about a nearly 20-game stretch of it just hasn't been good enough. Yeah, that St. Louis game already feels like eons ago. Yep. It's tough, man. It wasn't, but it feels that way because these kinds of donut performances well, and, and that's have become just all too common from him. If his worst game is, you know what, he's not producing, he's not getting on the scoreboard, but he's serviceable, fine. But you're talking about a guy who is supposed to be your 2C who didn't even play 12 minutes tonight. You're also, you also watched his wings actively getting up and down the ice and being involved in things, and you're just like, where is he? Where's Rijo? Where's Rijo? Falling over on a breakaway yeah, the, opportunity. The skating is a problem. The effort is a problem. Just reaching. You know, Miko does it, and Miko gets away with it because he's over a point per game. He scores a billion goals. Yeah. There's enough moose in there. What moose. I do, you know, but he gets the game tying goal because he goes hard to the net. He's a hot. <laughs> did Ryan Johansson do anything hard today? I mean, it's it's just, we were talking about it during the game, and we were like, look, trade deadline, we think this is the obvious area for upgrade, whatever, whatever. Are you waiting that long? You are in the biggest dogfight in the NHL atop your division. They're the only division that has the kind of closeness among the points. Yep. All the others, it's it's one, one or two teams. teams are running away. Yeah. yeah, it's one or two teams and then a distant third. That's not the case in the Central. You I, can't afford to go through the hardest stretch of your schedule with Ryan Johansson looking like that. It's, look, we're pundits. We can say whatever we want on this show. I think it's a whole lot more telling that you're two minutes into this game, and after Rijo's first shift, Jared Bednar is right there talking to him about this, that, you got to do this, this other thing. I, let me ask the couch. Can it work? Is there still a path to it working with Rijo, or is this just is the inevitable coming come trade deadline, or as AJ suggested, possibly earlier? Look, my gut is saying there isn't a path forward. It's a similar, they need to make that decision now sooner rather than later and cut the cord similar to what they did with Tomas Tatar not being a stylistic fit. It feels similar. The fit just isn't there. And that feels dramatic to say, but in talking about outside of what we think, Jared Bednar, despite Ross Colton not having a strong game, puts Colton there instead of Johansson for at least three minutes tonight on that second line, despite Colton struggling too. There's a lack of trust like, at least Colton, there's a sense that he's the future. There yep. has been performances from Colton that have teased so much better, and there's a trust you see between Bednar and Colton. He works with him through the mistakes. 
I'm not seeing that same trust extended to Johansson, and that's a veteran player that Bednar's very familiar with. If that's not there, it doesn't matter what Megan Angley on the couch thinks. I don't think it's going to work. I agree with Angley Zangle <laughs> from the couch um, <laughs> at law. Um, at this law. His name's getting too long. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, Start up for names. Uh, the third. The third. Uh, but I was going to say the same thing. I was just thinking of Tuno right away. You know what I mean? Hey, wasn't it fit when, remember we had talked about that maybe five, six, seven games before it happened. We were saying, we were all saying, like, I think it's time. It's not going to work. I I agree on this one with Megan. My only concern is it's it's different kind of money. Yeah. And what is, it's a different position, sentiment position. So what is the, uh, the replacement, right? You know what I mean? And that's, I that's where that's me I'm a gambler I become aggressive you know what I mean and that easier said than done this is not Xbox trust me um, and I'm not saying C-Mac and his crew are not aggressive <laughs> I'm saying that if the opportunity to strike is, is it Lindholm is it whoever it is you know I would do it because I feel that this is a, we all do that this is a weakness of theirs I think you saw it tonight on a potential playoff mat game. I feel there's a little hole there. It's such a good team. There's a hole there. It just hasn't worked the way it was intended to work, you know? So On a night like tonight, I'd take Ben Myers over him. I, it's yeah. just not good enough. At least and Ben they, Myers is fast. Yeah. And, like, I, I'm sure you guys are both exactly right in the comparison for Jatar. I'm sure if they do move him, he'll go to some team where he'll score seven points in ten games and everyone can be happy for him. Great. But it just has not worked. Send him to Seattle. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> you you, you, you got to remember everything you're doing and everything you're trying to improve on is to be the last team standing once the last game of the season's played. And that's what this franchise was built upon and that's what this franchise is built upon right now we say 1.0 2.0 it's about do you win the last game on the schedule that's it if you do it's a successful year if you don't it hasn't been successful and that's a great position to be in because that means that they've suffered right 48 point season to they fixed it they've won it and now how do you keep winning which is a different challenge, right, in, in a cap era. And I think that they can now, the way they've done it, the way they've built it, they have, what is the, the turtle? Like, what do you call that on top of a turtle in French? A shell? Uh, the shell. Like They have the, I don't know, the jam, whatever you want to call it, the, the package to, to do it. And, and I just feel that this is a little bit, and I think we all do, there's a weakness there. Uh, it doesn't take, you know, a rocket scientist to figure that one out. But, yeah. And it's no offense to anyone. It's just not, right now, a strength of theirs. It's, it's a weakness. They have the right shell, just not the right turtle. That's it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Right? You know no, I, mean? I see like, it. Don't, it's an expression. In fact, I was trying to figure it out. Well, how do you say it in French? <laughs> La carpasse de tortue. There you go. You could have just completely made that shit up. Yeah, and I'd I be like, cool, man. <laughs> no, I believe it. I don't speak French. <laughs> I don't speak French. <laughs> How do you say it in Czech? That's <laughs> 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 nah, a different story. <laughs> 
Let's move to the back end then. La la Uh You're running into a problem of you can't continue to get away with on the front side. You can't continue to play Raijo 12 minutes a night. Tonight, you had to sit Bo and Byram because it was just not good enough. Holy lordy, that second goal. He's just doing after he's Raijo. a ballerina in the yeah. middle of the ice. Sees it coming, doesn't was, do anything yeah, about it, know. doesn't move at all. Just reaches. That's what I was trying to yep. It's the same That's thing that Raijo did to, draw, to, to get called for what would have been a penalty on that same play. Yep. Just reaches. You can't have that kind of laziness. I I don't know what it is from Bowen Byram. I think we all believe there is better in there, in that guy. We've seen it. We saw it in the cup run. Mm-hmm. But I don't know where it, where it went. And you can live with some missteps defensively when he's activating, when he's getting involved in the offense, when he's doing other good things. But that has disappeared a little bit too often this year as well. Quick question on that, like yeah. that's why I was trying to see. Like, he he didn't get hurt, did he? Like, I I don't think. Oh, is two that what they're saying? Alone, just two shifts in the third period, and he was done. I I mean I don't know. I don't know if he got hurt or not. Either way, it was still a brutal game. It was pretty early too. Yeah. Like he after three minutes into the third, didn't come out again. I I hope he's okay then, but. I, Up to then, it was, was you know it was below night. average. Yeah, it wasn't like they were a good twelve minutes either way. Right. It does not change that fact. Yes. and then you continue to string together these games out of Byram that more often than not you're frustrated, and you and you, you end up in a position where you played the shit out of Jack Johnson, yeah, and, and which it was like, bad. Like, it was just you can't do that either. It's, yeah. this is tougher because again we are in this room of. Jack Johnson was egregiously bad tonight mm-hmm. and has two assists. That's hockey, baby. Where it's it's like, <laughs> look, when we when we talk about the larger picture, him being egregiously bad is a big concern. Him having two assists, it gets right. you through a game. He also gets You needed the, each one of those assists. You just had to have them. But holy shit, he was horrible. He also got completely lit on fire on the Stars' fourth goal. Yeah. It goes right through him. Yeah. Mason Marchment dancing you like that is not a thing that should be happening. That is not one of their skill guys. That was a tough look for also Val Nichushkin. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it, Another guy tonight who I didn't think Val was great. He, he wasn't in the dumpster, but yeah, he was definitely yeah, yeah, not yeah. good enough. Good, okay. not great. Yeah. And, and Had moments that were important. Yeah. And, well, and between him and Miko, you kind of feel like now you got a couple guys in your top six that are coasting through this game. <laughs> you have the hole at 2C that we already talked about. And the apps get away with it. Don't get me wrong. They found a way to win. They deserve all the credit in the world. Yeah. But yeah. I don't think you come out of this game feeling good about the way the team as a whole played. No. And just uh, about Jack Johnson. The Avs give up 15 high danger chances at 5v5 in this hockey game. Yep. 10 of them happen against Jack Johnson. 10. That's too many. <laughs> 10 high danger chances in a, in a game at 5v5 is kind of the neighborhood that most teams sit at. To do it against one dude, you ate that guy up. Yep. All game. Yep. That's not a shift. Although... 
10 high danger chances in one shift would be pretty impressive. <laughs> You'd be dead. That's, <laughs> out of gas. That's, look, if oh, you no, slashes you after that shift, understandable. Yeah. yeah. You would ask him to. You might have, you, there might have been, like, guys <laughs> taking turns. The rest of the defenders are like, yeah, can we get, a, can we get in on this? <laughs> Jack Johnson was bad tonight. So, we've established there's plenty to look at, and the apps need to do better. Yeah, and they win this. And they win. And, and they, they win, win. This, they win this hockey game. Ah, sports. Obviously, the bad is the bad. You're not going to try and sugarcoat it. But is it? can you turn it into a good thing that the apps were still able to win? Is there? Is this perseverance? Is this, hey... Uh, growth of some kind, or is this a, whoo, we got away with that, let's never do it again? I'll use the word first. They're resilient. You know, they've showed a lot of resiliency, and that's how you win cups. I mean, that's how you do it. It's never going to be perfect. It's never going to go... It's like giving birth, right? You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know, I've never given birth, but I have father of three. Like, yo, you plan it's going to go this way. It doesn't go that way. Like, that's not how life works, you know? So... You're going to be parts of your season, parts in a game like tonight. I mean, it was a ham sandwich of a game tonight. I mean, honestly, like, wow, you're like, what is this? You wanted to go home. You didn't want to watch the third period. You're like, this is it, you know, which I agree. It's a normal feeling. I'm not laughing at his feeling. And, no. and then all of a sudden, one goal, and you're like, okay, I'm watching yep, the third out, right? I'm yep. just saying that's yeah. what it is, right? And that's, that's what this game is. It's crazy. That's why it's addicting. We love it. But when you're on the bench, like, you got to be resilient, and I and I think for me that's the word tonight. They're they're resilient, and that's a sign of a champion. And and, and as a group right now, led by Nathan McKinnon, that's way above the pack. You know, he he has taken charge and really made that group resilient. Jared Better talks a lot about passengers, and I think this is something. There's traces of even in tonight's game, but more so in bad losses earlier this season. And I think the important thing to note is, even though we're talking about some of the individual performances that carried this game, Nathan McKinnon, Miles Wood, they still can't win this if everybody is too passive. And that's where I think the Logan O'Connor types of this game also make it possible. And that's a culture thing. The team does have to be relatively bought in then in that sense, even though they're not necessarily impacting the game the same way that Nathan McKinnon is. I still think it speaks to the culture of this group and where it's headed that they were able to win tonight. And I do view that as a positive thing because there have been games this season that they've dropped where I've questioned that character and that quality in them. And I feel like it's still heading in the right direction and games like tonight help to affirm that. It really does enhance that belief and that resiliency. We've talked about them all year being a wonderful third period team. As of tonight, with the with the win tonight, they are now number one in the NHL Six in third comebacks. period comeback yeah. wins, sitting alone at the top of that that board. Three or four of them are multi goal ones. Yeah, too. you have you have four multi goal comeback wins this season. That's not sustainable, but also it tells every other team they're going to see that their pre scout of the Avalanche is going to include. You can't fall asleep against these guys. Yeah. Yep. You walk in with the 3-1 or 4-2 lead or whatever it is in the third period, they're not done. Yep. You have work to do. And to be honest with you, Dallas didn't play a bad third period. No. They close. just kind of got hockey karma because they pull this shit against other people <laughs> all the time. So to watch them choke one away, pretty
pretty satisfying. It feels good <laughs> to see them get these kind of comeback wins now in Dallas twice this season because the first one was also bananas and they probably yep. didn't deserve to win that game either. Yep. But then they did when they made the effort that they did in the, was it 6-3 win? Yeah. Un unreal. And mm -hmm. then tonight it just it's maybe a quality in the Avalanche that you're right other teams shouldn't underestimate. Yep. It, it, how about how about this one like she's the smart sophisticated good one and comes up with the word bananas and I'm the <laughs> dumb French moron that comes out with the word resilience. See? <laughs> and everyone's like bananas. It, yes, look, that's good. She's good. It takes a village, okay? Shakespeare, buddy. You know what other uh yeah, what other phrase you came up with though, Eric? Uh, tonight? Yeah. Dogs were up. When the dogs <laughs> went off, they made a comeback. <laughs> the, the, the juice came out when the dogs the were off. That's true. No, but the I other one you that. have is ham sandwich. Yes. I like ham sandwich. And you know, know. you know where you can get a good ham sandwich? Yeah, buddy. I know where. Snarfs, baby. Yes. Get yourself some snarfs today. Uh, a fantastic, not just ham sandwiches, but you can get anything on the menu. Absolutely delicious. Hey, Jay. You're a roast beef fan like me. You like uh, turkey. You like chicken. You like meatballs. You like bacon and hot dogs. They got you covered. Whatever it is. They're, uh, they're, uh, what did... Snarfs. Uh, Nod. Nah, I can't. He. Uh, shout out our, our CU buffs guy. He he messed up the word jardinera so bad. I don't even. Re yeah. yeah. What did he What did he call him though? Like what did he say? Was it a silent J like jardinera? I think he said like the G like. All right, all right. All right. But I I he like he, also he messed, messed up, up the second of half of it too. Anyway, yeah, we love Jake here. Stuff. He, I just couldn't. I lost myself when he messed it up so. It's his shtick. As someone who does not pronounce things very well. Uh, anyway, go get yourself some Snarfs. Bunch of different locations here in Denver. They also have Snarfs Burger. If you're more of a burger person, they got three burger that. locations. Go check them out too. And after you get yourself some Snarfs, go get yourself a Breck Brew. Either here at the bar, eight different kinds on tap, or anywhere at your local liquor store. You can find it in all 50 United States. Use the Breck Beer Locator online at breckbrew.com. You know what? Get a get an avalanche after a, a win like that. Celebrate a little bit because wins like that don't come around all that often. And I think it's, uh, it's an interesting conversation because you're right. Comebacks are not a sustainable thing. You're not going to be able to do that night in and night out. But at the same time, you are a team that is good enough to do that. You have proven you have that in the bag. And when you have a monster at the top of your roster playing <laughs> at the peak of his powers. Yeah. Like this, <laughs> this shit is happening with Kale McCarr and Miko Rantanen is kind of passengers to this greatness. Yep. Like they, they contribute. They're, they're on the score sheet tonight. But you're not watching either one of those guys in like, like, yeah, look at these three go. You're looking at Nathan McKinnon being like, Jesus, look at this guy. <laughs> and then the other two, who were pretty good. You know, Miko was frustrating most of the night. Kale, it felt like Kale was like this close yeah. Yeah. to doing something I, wild like I, half the game. I swear, something's still bothering that guy. It, 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 it absolutely is. Like, P.S. Do not vote for Kale for the All-Star yeah. game. Let Kale <laughs> rest. Let Kale rest. Let Kale rest. <laughs> Let Kale rest. That, is, that is the... Uh, Official position of DNVR Avalanche. Beach and Cabo. Let Kale rest. Nice bed. Like, <laughs> give him 10 days away from everything. Let let the homie chill. Yep. He doesn't need another all-star game where he can fall down in the fastest skater competition. <laughs> Just, let be, yeah. Just let it be, guys. Just let it be. So, anyway, Nathan McKinnon, peak of his powers. Yep. 
No doubt about you that. You don't want to waste a guy that's playing hockey at this kind of level. Oh, my goodness. Yep. It's, it's and otherworldly. They're not. they're not. And getting this win, it's, they, they take the division lead from a three points over Dallas to, to four. four points. Yep. Plus one. Seven, yeah. seven, one, and one in that segment right now? It's six, one, and one, I it's, think. So this 10-game segment, they are seven, one, and one now. Seven, one, and one now. Is it seven? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. With one left. So it's your best 10-game segment of the season, no matter how this last one goes. And it just feels yep. like rocky as hell. <laughs> yeah, because the two losses are a, a loss in Chicago and a blown four-goal four lead. I know. But you know That's what? You point. blew a four-goal lead, but you've come back from two or three yeah. multiple times now. It yep. kind of feels like... That's a fair trade. Life is balanced. Uh, I, yeah. I got a French thing here, too. Like, So growing up, I had a hockey coach that used a lot of English, uh, you know, what do you call those, expressions and stuff like that. The guy couldn't speak a lick of English. He couldn't speak a lick of English, but he had this a few English expressions, you know, for our team. And, and he always said, you know, you can't play, and I'll say it in French, du hockey de ketchup. You know, ketchup. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. well said. You can't play ketchup. You know, the bottle of ketchup, hockey. And I'd be like, what the hell is this? Like, man, like, you know, what's ketchup, hockey? <laughs> ketchup, hockey. Like yeah. to catch like, up. Catch up, yeah. 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 So yeah. he called it Zawakit Ketchup. <laughs> so we'd be like, what the hell is he talking about? And he goes, because, you know, you can't, uh, it, with, with French words, you can't fall behind. You can't play hockey that way. So it's stuck with me my whole Dude, life. I, it's so funny because whenever I hear that, like, Catch up hockey, catch up hockey. He called it catch up hockey, but it just makes me laugh because it's like it's so true. Mm. It's because it's not a recipe. And for me, you throw ketchup on something because something's not really edible, so you gotta throw ketchup. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you mask it. So ketchup hockey don't work. I, I I love this tonight, Eric. You're setting me up for every transition. Possible. Yes. Uh, did Miro Haskin sneak some ketchup out? Oh. To get that four minuter on Jack Johnson, I didn't. I didn't see any blood. Yeah, there were I banana mean, peels on the ice. <laughs> we saw a frame by frame <laughs> breakdown, very Zapruder film style, <laughs> of him spitting water immediately after, courtesy yep. of Altitude being very, very thorough <laughs> with the replay of him spitting water and uh, no blood. Did not appear to be any blood uh, <laughs> anywhere in the process. So how that was a four minute penalty. We'll I still know. think he was getting tripped, and then right. he's flying he back. Right. That's for me. It's just he like, 100% got tripped, yeah, he man. Caught he just did. Rocker. So I don't like that call either way. But like, then he kills his own goalie. So yeah, he's gonna did a tax. You you know game. that there is something <laughs> up with the Dallas injury luck. Twenty-one band games lost this year, and they had Miro Haskin in full send himself. Into Scott Wedgwood. And both are just fine. And everyone and they was both, okay. They both get up. If that happened to an AF, they'd both be dead. Which is like, also, how are you bleeding earlier? Yeah. I'm really suspicious. I don't think you were. Uh, the, uh, look, those stars on Scott Wedgwood's helmet, he actually has the star invincibility. <laughs> Confirmed. Aww. Woody. He was scared of Woody. He ran his own he goalie. He was scared of Woody. <laughs> Woody creating chaos. So there was some of that nonsense. And then you have the game-tying goal, which is... I, uh, what? Jack Johnson throws a puck towards the net. Miko and Logan O'Connor are there. The puck bounces around. And then Scott Wedgwood just, like, dives the wrong way. Looked like a soccer goalie or Denny Lemieux from Slapshot in that diving. I was like, whoa, where's he going? I, that was a good thing. I can't explain. I can't explain 
what happened to Scott Wedgwood on that goal. I genuinely don't know. The puck goes the opposite way that he dives, and it's still like barely crosses the goal line behind him. A weird goal. Uh, it was a lot weird. of confidence. I got to give that ref credit. He, he was in fact. He was right like there. right there, and like you watch it on the replay, and you're like, "Where the hell is that thing?" And the ref was like, "That's a goal, baby." And they looked at it, looked at it, looked at it, and that's a goal. I, he was on the right spot. We <sighs> criticized the officiating quite a bit, so he was in the right credit. spot. They got that one right. Good job, dude. Good job, not with a with an intent to blow call. Fair enough. So I didn't have to break something on set tonight. Look, I think that's... I think you spent a lot of this season where it feels like the Avs are fighting it a little bit. I think even in this game, you can make the argument that the Avs are fighting it at times. They really did not play great. But uh, what a world of difference a bounce or two makes in your favor. Hey. We've talked so much about how uh, one little play this way or that can can change the entire complexion of a game. You got to be lucky to be good. I don't care what people say; it's part of the game. Puck lock is a big thing, and it's the same thing as like comebacks, right? It's not going to be entirely sustainable, but prove that you can put yourself in positions to get lucky, and occasionally you will. Yep, we've seen some of those go against them this year. You know, the the Nashville fiasco obviously really stands out as some nonsense. You know, yeah. you had two goals, 13 seconds apart that are pretty, pretty fluky. Yep. And but when people complain about the way they're built, like, oh, it's only the top line. Well, yeah, guess what? That's how usually comebacks happen. It's mm-hmm. it's elite players coming through elite, at big moments. That's just facts of life. Well, and in the last two games, both comeback wins. Against the Islanders, you get a power play in the third period, an abbreviated power play at that. You score. It's tied. You get a power play that carries over on into overtime that you draw, like that you're one of your guys draws with just a great individual effort. You get into you get into overtime, you score. Your your guys are making and, and overtime. How do you win in overtime? Devon Devon Tapes makes an unbelievable play getting back one-on-one against Jason Robertson. And then just eats him. And Jason Robertson makes a terrible play. And McKinnon burns him. McKinnon makes a nice play, gets the puck, chips it up the wall, and then outraces everybody. And then almost for funsies, sells like he's going to pass to Devon Taves, who's like three feet behind him and at a weird angle. But he does not sell shot the entire way. And at the last second, changes his angle, changes the angle of the puck on the blade. And, and smokes him. Yep. And it's just like, bleh, this is all quite delightful. 50-goal season on the table for Mac? Get out of here. Yes. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> Get out of here, yes. Get out of here. <laughs> He's already well over halfway to, what was it, 134 I points? I see 135. I might have been off. Add one. Count it. It's just... Dude's unreal. I, I, there are not enough words in the dictionary to explain the way Nathan McKinnon has played over the past month or so. It's just been outstanding. It, the best hockey in a long, long time by anyone on an in an Avalanche jersey since last year. Yeah, since like January of last year. Yeah, yeah, because that's when he started. Remember his right. January to the end of the year was it like a hundred and twenty-five point pace or whatever across all season. Yep. it just hasn't stopped. 
incredible. And he's doing it without a Miko Rantanen that is scoring every other game. Yeah. Miko, you know, not on a 50-goal pace. <laughs> yeah, now you've got, now you have three 20-goal scores. Yes, are you looking for balance? Of course. But I, we talk about this constantly. You have five points out of your defense. Yep. We maybe don't need to obsess so much yeah. over the other nine forwards. Yeah. When that's your defense, yeah. But when you also have a guy like Jonathan Druin producing the way that he has. He has 12 points in his last 11 games. Hold on, let me look at Walsh. He's, thinking, I'll just make sure. <laughs> he's, got, he's got 12 <laughs> points in his last 11 games. You know you're getting Arturi Lekkanen back at some point, who is an easy top six player. Now practicing with the team. Yeah. Your real concern here continues to be center. Yep. But you have a defense that is giving you points yep. every single game yep and not just like oh here's one and oh here's one you got five points out of your defense tonight five yep <laughs> pretty good you're just that group that group is pouring in points you have points from devon taves and i think it's seven straight games yeah i think it, it was it was seven or eight i don't i, I don't guess know manson just dropped i think his eight, was uh, eight was tonight had like five or six games straight i, I don't i don't tonight. know if quinn hughes had a point on Vancouver's lone goal tonight. Don't know. But he if he did not, points tonight. he's tied now for the NHL so lead in points, points by a defenseman. You are, ta you are talking about uh, that group just scores and scores and scores. It racks up points. Yep. They're that good. This is, this is how they were built. Yeah, Hughes, no point. There you go. It's, it's fun. It is fun to watch the Colorado Avalanche right now. Is it a, incredibly frustrating at times, too? Absolutely. That's all right. But it's been fun. Feel like that's... Uh, Avs have been missing a little bit of the fun the last 12 months. Are they having fun, though? They still look a little... Boy, to me, I think they look tight. I think Jonathan Druin's having fun right now. I, well, <laughs> that guy's thinking about the last six years of his life going, it could have been this all along? I, I don't Girl, know please. Nathan McKinnon has had fun a single he day. He looks happy life. when Jonathan Drin scores. <laughs> yeah, that, that is true. I, I tell you what, when other guys score, Ross Colton is very happy. He's so happy. <laughs> I can never tell when Miles Wood is smiling or just his mouth is open. So it's just a just a guessing he game with that He's a little bit of a... Yeah. He's got the tongue out when he's playing. Yeah, but. and he has like four teeth. So it's just... <laughs> it just flops it's out. Just, it's just a guess, man. Who knows? Chaos. <laughs> Yeah, he the chaos monster. I do like it. I do like it. Uh, anything else you guys wanted to touch on tonight? I want to make sure I don't miss anything. Uh, we haven't talked at all about Alexander Georgiev. We have not. Yeah, we should probably talk about it. That's fair. <laughs> I just such a such a hot topic of conversation, and then the way that that game was going for a little while, you were like and it ended up pretty well. I just I don't know. How much better you can realistically ask Georgiev to play tonight? Yeah, as I mentioned, the 15 high danger chances. Uh, Dallas produced over four expected goals tonight. They scored four. So you're talking about Georgiev outperforming yep. the quality of chances that were given up. Goal save above expected goes up tonight. And when you watch a couple, like, I would imagine that the expected goals for for that first goal about is... About 100? Yeah. About a full 1.0. Is, is going to be pretty high. <laughs> that was a bad yeah. play. Oof. 11 of the total 18 high danger chances come in the first and second period, and so there wasn't necessarily the goal support needed at that point 
to, to justify it either. Like, I think he got better as the game went on. Yeah, and I would agree. so did the Avs. So. Yeah. Good yeah. quality to have, I guess. And then in overtime. Yeah. Yep. He, makes, he wasn't asked to do a ton, yeah. but he does more than the other guy. Yep. And with the way that the Avs offense has been producing over the last few weeks, it's basically yeah. since the three mm-hmm. shutouts, honestly. Uh, more doing more one more than the other guy is enough. You'd love for it to be two, three, four more. You'd really love for it to stop at two every night I, or have like several nights in a row where it stops at two. And, and to be clear, I'm not putting the blame on Georgiev here, but I think you wanted to stop at three tonight. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Avs comeback ends up being a whole lot more of a roller coaster because they had to get two in the third period. Uh, and I, again, I'm not saying yeah. that's Georgiev's fault. It's not. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not saying it. I'm. And and guys, girls. Are you, know, you a big fan of the guy? You guys know I'm a big fan of the guy. Sarcasm, right now nice, from my nice from my left winger. Sarcasm. <laughs> um, but it gets to be concerning when you see it every game, like eight fourteen, eight twelve, eight hundred. You're like, holy crap! And I'm not a numbers guy. You guys know that. You guys are the numbers guy, which I love, right? But. Now I'm looking at things and I'm like, Jesus, I mean, it's bad luck. And the guy's just bad luck every night. Like, you know what I mean? At some point, I'm using an example, Dostal last night. He had more than 15 freaking high danger chances yeah. against him. He probably a, had a gazillion. What a madman. But I'm just saying, at some point, you got to have those games. And I just, I just feel that. It's, it's always like, and we're like, oh, bad luck, bad shit. I mean, I'm the first guy to defend him. We're like, oh, I tipped, I got this, I got that. But, but it's every game. It's like, oh, it's a lot. And the numbers are not there. When they flash the numbers up at the start of the games, before tonight, it, it pops up 20 wins, 896 save percentage, and you're like, Trying to do that math in your head, and the math ain't math. Yeah. So it's hard. A three and goals I, against average, where you're just like, the guys giving up three and nine, winning in a three goal league. Like, what the hell are we doing? That's here? my. That's just that's my only concern. I get nervous about it. You know, yeah. I'm starting to get un- annoyed by it now. As a fan of his, I'm I'm annoyed. I don't want to look at the numbers before the game, like on the screen. I'm like, please don't. Look. I don't want to look at it because I'm like, oh, this is getting to be tough. It's not a bad week. Like it's, it's like been a while. And then that first goal, you're like, dude. You, yeah. He, Can you give the guy a chance? No, he told Colton to do that. He told him. He told Colton to do it. Sarcasm. I, Careful. Even 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 the second goal. Yeah, I, what's he supposed to do? He's, he's got two Which ballerinas the sec- out there. The second <laughs> one is the Sagan? Uh, Johansson the, getting torched and Byram spinning in the yeah, 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 yeah. No, there's nothing you can do there. <laughs> And you can you can definitely not like goals three and four for different reasons. Goal three, you can't have three PK guys standing in a straight line yeah. across the ice and then allow but, a cross yeah. ice pass. Blah. And and that puck still does hit Georgiev and he doesn't stop it. Yeah. And then the fourth goal, dude, that's that's the one where I'm like, gobble that one up. Come on, yeah. man. You gave up. You you just gave up this fat rebound and you're just asking. For that guy to do exactly what he did to you, and that yep. sucks. Yep. And, you know, Val just is totally not involved in that play to help with the rebound either. But Yeah, he looked like a cone there. It is what it is. Again, I, they pulled it out, so I'm, yeah. I'm less yeah. worried about digging too deep on that front. And then, and then the right. guy is really good in overtime, and you're just yep. like, all right, man, whatever. 
does him making sure Duchesne doesn't win the game make up for, for all of it? <laughs> is, is that? Yes, because that gets you the second point. True. Absolutely true. Uh, okay, we got a couple of super chats. $5 from Banks. Uh, straight vibes. Few things give me a warm and fuzzy feeling like Ooh. beating Dallas in Dallas. Also, wasn't that mad at Georgi's goals tonight. Yeah, we kind of just covered that. Fair enough. Don't really have an argument against it. Uh, $5 from Melanie, who says, yay for the win, go Avs. Finally a happy much. one. Yeah. yeah. No more, like, depressed Melanie, like, next one, next one. Yeah. yeah. Melanie <laughs> is back in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a big $20 from Chad, who just says, thanks. Thank you, That's Chad. That's nice. Appreciate it a lot. Uh, $5 from William, William, who says, want to shout out Taves in OT quite quietly nasty even before the last play. It's, uh, you know what? He might be the adult in overtime. <laughs> he might be the one who's an adult. There's usually a lot of kids in overtime. <laughs> and then $10 from Stefan. I never get your name right. I'm so, so sorry. I think it's Stefan. Uh, Avs tied for first in the league and haven't even played to their full potential. Scary. I agree. They might be a good hockey team. They might do some bad stuff, but they're still a good hockey team. Tough schedule is going to uh, shape a lot of this opinion. Quite literally have the hardest remaining schedule in the league. So It's it's really the next, oh, no big deal, but it's really the next 20 games. Iron sharpens iron, maybe. Yep. We're going to find out. March is okay. The last seven games of the season could be a bumpy ride. I mean, it's just challenging. <clears throat> just have it locked see, up before that. Yeah, let's yeah. see how they set things up for themselves yeah, exactly. before that. Uh, are we good? Anything else you all want to add? No, we're done. All right. In that case. We stole the good juju from the Nuggets. If Miro Haskinen crashes into your net, make sure you call Bacchus and Shanker at 222-2222. Because unlike Scott Wedgwood, you're probably not invincible. Hmm. Any situation where you've been injured and you're not at fault, Bacchus and Shanker has your back. When you call the two number, they'll give you a free consultation. When you get your case taken on by them, you pay nothing up front. They don't get paid until you get paid, and they will get you paid. Over a billion dollars won for them, for their clients. Over the 25 years they've been doing this in Colorado, they are extremely good at what they do. So get with them. Bacchus and Shanker wins. That's all we got for the... What? Oh, a Tiff's mouse died, so we can't end the show. Uh, so. How was your day? <laughs> better now. Stuff's falling down. Yaya's here breaking stuff. This is all his fault. He's hiding now. I don't know if I had to listen to people talk about the Broncos every single day, I might break some stuff too. Uh, super, super quick thoughts since we're off tomorrow anyway. All star announcements? Fun times? Excited? Don't care? Woo! I really don't care. They were, yeah, I thought I was going to care a little more. And then the I saw The format them. of it is just so janky now that it just doesn't feel good. Yeah. I'm sure I'll care when we actually reach the time, but sure. Not I'm excited for McKinnon. He's probably so angry. I am sure he does not want to go. <laughs> Uh, he now regrets being December's first star of the yeah, month. Yeah. Third period of the Avs game on Ooh. January 28th or whatever. Going to watch that guy walk down the tunnel. 
Yeah. He's got an LBI for sure. Swollen foot. Yeah. <laughs> Swollen foot. When he's, when he's the first star on the 26 against the Kings, he's not coming out for that interview because he got hurt. <laughs> right at the end. His last shift of the third period. Yep. Two to he three got days. <laughs> hurt. Rudo, <laughs> okay. take your shirt off. Tiff can't stop you now. <laughs> We're off the rails. That's it. Uh, we are done for today, though, and we let are Kale off rest. tomorrow. Yeah, let Kale rest. That's if there's anything to know, let Kale rest. Uh, off tomorrow, we will be back for the game Saturday, so be sure to tune in pregame, postgame, maybe watch along. I don't know. I never check the Nuggets schedule, so you never know. But certainly pregame and postgame. Uh, like and subscribe here on YouTube. That helps us out a ton. If you ever can't catch this on YouTube, you can always listen to it in podcast format, too. We are on Spotify, so check us out there as well. We appreciate you, and we will talk to you on the next one. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We all silly like the mayor. 